14,000 miles an hour. Yeah. And, you know, they threw a, a Volkswagen bug at a 500 foot rock and they're, yeah. uh, it's just astounding. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds and space in general. Episode 57. Crack it. Mm-mm. We have a very special guest on the podcast this evening. He is a uh, <clears throat> longtime member of the Grand Rapids cycling community. He is the, the flight director, the flight director and organizer of the Grattan Race Series, the world's longest Grand Tour. And he is also our director sportif. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Brian Obermeyer, welcome. Why, thank you. Glad to be here. We've been trying to put this together for a little while. And we, we finally, now that grand, the, the longest grand tour of the year is over, we, had, we were able to lock you down. Well, since, since you were able to change your focus from racing. Yeah, yeah. And, and move it on to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we've been on the road. We've been on the road so much. You know, it's been a long grand tour. Bring that been on the road, so. Out. Our focus on racing. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good, David. Oh, well, it's been, um, it's been a fortnight since we've recorded. Um, it's been a busy, busy September, busy fall. Can I have um, that can? Thank you. And we're, we're very glad to be back in Pope 39A, uh, the studio here on this uh, very gloomy fall, fall evening. And uh, well, we'll get started off with, I think, what maybe we need to do first, which is introduce our beer, uh, a lovely... Um, sample from ecliptic brewing a cosmic collaboration and uh you know we're kind of getting into halloween season and the uh graphic on this is two astronauts which are which if you look in their helmets are skeletons are skulls it's pretty cool though spooky yeah it's got a little bit of a uh like a um what's the show you guys watch the scary one uh, uh stranger, stranger things. things it's got a little bit of that kind of <laughs> what are you kids watching these days yeah. you kids that show on hulu but not uh, <clears throat> let me get back to it it's a- extra juicy pale ale the collab and it's brewed with our friends at holy mountain brewing which i looked up is in seattle washington this pale ale was dry hopped for surreal amounts of juiciness using vista and brew one uh Expect tropical notes along with stone fruit, melons, and pear. And this baby weighs in at 6% ABV. Perfect. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. My kind of beer. Cheers. Thanks Th- for being here, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. I am so glad to be here. Welcome gonna, aboard. It's going to be a blast. I, I'm all about free beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's how we lured you, lured you into it. Ooh. You know, that is one of the most important things about Grattan is the after Grattan. The team meeting. I feel like we've yeah. we've really uh, revolutionized the after Grattan experience. Yeah, I think you have. I mean, yes. you're creating a whole <laughs> a whole sphere. Yes, we are. Yeah, like the the what's the new team? They always hang out now and have beers. Uh, new archive. Yeah, new new archive. archive. Yeah. 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 yeah, friends of the podcast. Yeah, for sure. I think we've set the tone. We've brought it yeah. back to being. Um, I hope fun. I don't know. I wouldn't say it's just us, but we've definitely worked hard to bring it back to a state of very much fun. Well, it's always been fun, but the post 
has been lacking. But as your yeah. director sportif, you do need to keep your focus. Yes, our racing yeah. focus. You know, well, we, we, which, we'll which, get into that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get yes. into the focus here because in a that minute. has not. I don't think we've discussed that. Last What's time that? we recorded yeah. was in mid-August. So oh, no, no, no. So we we've got a lot to was, talk about. Things were still uh, touch and go. I mean, we we were not the favorites. We'll put it that way. <laughs> things were very much touch and go. We we were on a uh, uh, upward uh, upward trend, though. Yes, we I were feel like absolutely yeah. trending. The flight I've, almost got called off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was close. It was, it was close. Very close. Uh, should I? tell them yeah that why, it was, why don't it you was, make the announcement it was very it was very close one point in the final race was what made the difference i have to say that who won and we won yes we yes won. we won d will d will home for the crew the champion of I, the world's longest honestly i i have to thank i have to thank my team for the the last points night of the year was oh my that, that, that was, was a, that, that was, was a, a display battle. That, that was, was a, a battle me and uh nathan and carl just that was the hardest I think I've ever ridden on Tactically the, the best the best night ever. Dan Schamberger, I, I messaged you afterwards and or I put it on my Strava like, sorry for riding like a dick. <laughs> I totally did because he kept trying to bridge up to the break that had Cam and David in it and I just sat on him. He's like, come on, man. I'm like, no, man. David's up. Can't, can't do it. Can't do we it. have the math dialed going into tonight <laughs> we and we are not going to miss out. <laughs> okay. Usually I need my spreadsheet to, to tell me exactly how you're standing. And before I even left, you had had it calculated out that you had won. Yes. We figured it out. We did the math and it was, uh, we just had to know. Yeah. We knew it was going to be close. I mean, we had invested so much into that. We had. We had to know. <laughs> I, or I, so little, if you depending on how you look at it. I mean, we invested a lot tactically. Like we actually rode amazing that night, as far as oh, most, a team is concerned. Most definitely, but it's fun least to, the actual effort and training going into it, not so much. Like yeah. I would, I mean, I think I might have drank a few less beers that week going into it <laughs> before but, the race. Yeah, <laughs> but Ra- you, I only race. had a beer at lunch that day. Yeah. <laughs> race prep. The that night but. was. Uh, one that was the most fun I've ever had on a bike. That the, yeah. the last points night it was, was because fun. we got back and you know David had made the breakaway so we that was our one goal. Yeah. So David did his his role perfectly and then Nathan and I and Carl because it was just us it was just the four of us we had yeah. a skeleton crew that night and uh, we knew what we ne- we had to do which was to uh, to lock down our. No, we our, had Mike and uh, Mike and Gary too. Well, Mike wasn't on the team yet. The last night. Oh, that's right. No, yeah. The yeah. points paying night. Yeah. He wasn't on the yeah, team. Gar- oh, yeah, yeah. Gary Gary was there as well. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and and t- Carl was like ecstatic. Yeah. Like, because we had locked it down. <laughs> this is a guy that's won the and, NRC. And I was like, <laughs> ecstatic about us winning Grattan. <laughs> it was so much fun. And um, and yeah, I felt like I was also riding like a douche. Uh, I got into a breakaway with, with Dan and some others. And they were very upset with me that I was not pulling through. But yeah. what was I going to What am I saying? You know, at, at yeah. least you weren't. Yeah. Tactics, bro. Right, Tactics. It, it is. If this blue and pink up the road, you ain't pulling. Hate us because yes. they ain't us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all good. Uh, obviously, it's it's so much fun racing with the Cosdi guys because they're good friends of ours, and it's a uh, really a fun place to go out there, ride hard, race tactically, and and be friends afterward. You know, yeah. And, yeah. like the it's just a good it's a good mix, and it's all curated by Brian. There you go. Yeah. Well. I don't take all the credit. My parents, I'm going to plug them because without them 40 years ago, I mean, yep. it wouldn't, wouldn't have happened. I mean, they. I, I have a feeling they put it on, you know, mostly for for themselves. 
for themselves. But, you know. Were you racing at the time they started it? Or did that influence you? Actually, the first year, the first photo of Grattan, I'm standing there in a pair of. Diapers? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm older than that. Some quad roller skates. Oh, yeah. And I'm sitting on the sideline. And uh, yeah, yeah, I I think I was 13 when they started it. Okay. Yeah. So, do we? But you weren't racing at that time. I was racing, but oh, just just didn't. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I I feel like I've heard you say this before, and it's kind of up for debate, but it it is among the longest running like race weekly race series, right? You know, in the country. I, I I've got to say it is. I mean, uh, the only other series I know is uh, down in Austin. Yeah, they do yeah, a big the one gr- down there. The Garage yeah. Series. Yeah. Uh, and you know. Thing is that they've got it, they've got it good as far as loca- location goes because it's right. right in downtown Austin, and you know they can start at five o'clock and people can leave their jobs. And but uh, Grattan's just a little bit further out there. It is. It's, it is. It's it's a uh, you in the country. There's a, yeah, there's not a good way to get out there for any of us. Definitely not. Yeah, it's uh, northeast of Grand Rapids and um, definitely in the sticks. But it's a beautiful place and uh, hallowed ground, I would say. Yes, that's how we all. That's how we all started. I mean. I was out oh, there yeah. in a ninety on a ninety seven Le Mans Tour Malay. I was on back, an eighty seven Schwinn Super Sport. <laughs> in the bees. Oh yeah. Wow. That. Super sport. Yeah. yeah. It was like a pastel purple, my dad's old road bike. Kind of that color. Oh yeah, that's a cool sunset. That is a beautiful, beautiful sunset. sunset. Beautiful Holy sunset cow. out the window of uh the pub. The first bike I raced out there was a aluminum Trek one point five that the shifter covers were broken on because I had crashed it in a crit. <laughs> I don't remember when you first came out i don't know that you were even you were dating julia i was dating julia and i came out and i raced the bees and i was living in kalamazoo so i didn't come up very often it was maybe like once or sorry uh, maybe like three to four times per season for those first few years yeah and um yeah it was it was so much fun though it was the first time where i like learned how to ride learn how to like create a breakaway or get into a break or bridge like all those things like i mean that's where you that's how you learn it's that, at a place like Ratton. That's yeah. definitely it. I mean, when I when I was racing, uh, that is where you tried stupid stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you 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 take that full three k flyer and see see what'll happen. Right. Yeah. And, absolutely. And there's bailout room there. Like you're not racing on a in a crit where there's guardrails and stuff like that. Like you've got a big wide <laughs> like four lane road. What one one over ninety turn and that's about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That some people struggle with. Yeah, some people do. <laughs> you <still>. know, it's... <laughs> some people have been struggling with that my entire career. Yeah. Okay. No names mentioned. Dave are, <laughs> are, are you guys still touching pedals going through that corner? Oh, there's, there was a there's kid that did this dude. year. Yep. Wow. And he, yeah. he, I don't know if you recall, but ripped open the ass of his bibs and then like you pinned him or something. Like he got oh, pins yeah, from yeah, you. Yeah, he, he got, got back, back in. in. I was like, what are you... What is... Like, if I crash out there, I'd be headed to my beer cooler. Mm-hmm. That's... That's yeah. That's somebody who's taking that's it way too way too <laughs> ambitious. It is, it's the one grand tour that you can you can DNF the stage and then get back into it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's we we allow it. You know, you get back in. But it is the perfect like like you said, Brian, like a like a sandbox, a perfect experimental playground for trying out race <laughs> tactics. And that's Most what definitely. Yeah, it's been so much fun. So uh, so thank you to your parents and to you for putting it on and keeping well, it going. Well, yeah, you kept it going. That's the too. thing is you've kept it going. Yeah, I'm going into year eight now. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. I thought getting so, close so to So that's 10. like a percentage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But Skip and Diane still come out. Oh my goodness! You know they're still flipping cards and yeah. Skip is still, running. Uh, <laughs> Skip <laughs> still checking number placement. You know. I, I don't know if you guys heard. Uh, so our new officials, Laura and Nancy and Alice, who come out religiously and keep the thing running. Uh, Laura has started the best pinning award. Ooh. Oh, so I, I didn't realize she was officiating. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. She, she's 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 handling the bees. Yeah. And okay. she always did the kids race. Like yes. when my kids have come out. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I knew so she was involved, but I didn't. She does the kids race and then she'll do the results for the bees. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so hi, hi to Laura. Does yes, hi long time long time racer too. Does uh the number tape that we use count for the pinning contest? Oh my goodness. Are we DQ'd? No, no. But I'm glad you guys keep your season numbers. I do like the idea of the team getting one through ten. I'm, I'm Well we uh I mean, we have some things. It was a team yeah. effort. Yeah. Uh we have some some stuff cooking up here for next year. So we do. We we're not gonna spoil it well, right now, that's, but that's okay. You know some people to get things done. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That'll be on our kit preview episode on episode sixty four. Uh, yes. <laughs> special guest Gary. Already on Gary, the calendar. Special guest Gary Ryan. Yes. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. We should have open table with the EOT team, but specifically Gary. Yeah. We should have he's, the, he's got some for those that follow cycling or are into cycling, check out Vi thirteen. They're a presenting sponsor for Gratton now. They've been a presenting sponsor uh, Well, for ever, our team too. Oh, but ever they since, sponsor the series. Yes, yeah, so ever since yeah. I took over um, and got rid of the paper numbers, if you want paper numbers, I still have <laughs> a box full of paper numbers in the garage. No, nope, actually no. Throw you had a bonfire. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I do have several cloth numbers because they provide us new numbers every year. So, yeah. Which yeah, those but, are great. The cloth numbers yeah. are amazing you know it's it, it makes a world of difference especially when you're doing your uh photo finishes with your cell phone yeah yes, yes. glare yep, yep. yeah yes. and they're just it's it's so convenient like before we started getting the warnies i just had like a kit that was my gratin kit and i just throw the whole thing in the wash <laughs> and like because you a you know, number gets cleaned too that way dry. sew it on yeah exactly yep yeah uh but anyways i was saying about gary if anybody that's into cycling has a team check out Vi 13 because they yes. make some of the coolest and most aerodynamic and efficient, um, cycling kit you can get. V I E one three. Yes. They, I, I feel like he is, um, such a amazing proponent of like pushing the boundaries of what's possible with fabrics. Yeah. And that's, what's so cool is it's like, we were just talking the experimental playground that is Grattan he looks at his ability to produce kit in that same way. I think. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, we're pretty custom. much his, we're his lab rats. Yeah. For kit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're the, uh, we're the service course team. Well, yeah. the, the warnings that we had this year, us and a Volo, which is like a junior development pro U23 pro. Yeah. yeah. We're the only ones that had that, that kit. Boom. Yeah. Boom. So. <laughs> I you, mean, you common folk can probably get it next year. <laughs> that's the difference between, um, one point and, <laughs> It's it really aerodynamics. Yeah. yeah, that's what it. It's what it takes. It's yeah. What it takes. When I launched over the hill through the pit lane on that one night, I mean, oh. and <laughs> I barely got it. But I mean, I got it by like half a bike length. I think. Yeah. But you know, it was an amazing it was season. The kit. An amazing season for sure. And, and what I was going to say is, you know, you said open table uh, for the Eclipse on Tap team to discuss kit and all that. What we should do, we talked about this in the past, and this will be a nice segue oops, into our uh, upcoming event for the fall, is we've said for the after party of uh, our event, have just an open mic, just just set up, and you, people can go talk about the, the ride. 
and, and, and what I'm record alluding it. to record is, it and we can use it in the recap show on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Or like we'll for the break the computer. instead of break music, we'll just do like, Oh, yeah. here's somebody talking about how they blacked out because they thought they saw Pennywise. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm alluding to is our, uh, our now third annual, uh, fall event underground man. And we're very excited for it. Just to give a little bit of background context for those that may be listening, maybe even for the first time, there is a very, yep, David's holding up the, the official race number, mountain bike race plate for this year's event. Um, and it is an event that came out of um, actually the COVID pandemic. Convenience. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that too. very much convenience. Iceman, which is a very popular race, I would say even you know, re- definitely regionally, if not in North America, oh, nationally, nationally. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, it is the tail end of most people's season, uh, at least in Michigan, big mountain, re- bo- mountain bike race in uh, Traverse city. Well, it was canceled, uh, due to COVID in 2020. And we have a local trail called the underground. That is a stone's throw from all of our area that we live from the pub, from the pub, even yeah. the closest stone's throw. Yeah. You are literally. the closest. You literally a football field stands in between you and the trail. Yes. Literally. You get that, yeah. Some yeah. a varsity quarterback could throw a football from your from here from Pub Thirty Nine A out to the underground. Oh, for sure. Back sure. in high school, sure. back in high school, I could throw for that sure. pigskin a quarter mile. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the underground man uh, came out of that. We said, why don't we maybe create a, a mountain bike event that's more casual, fun, whatever, at our local trail, but we'll apply the Iceman distance of about thirty miles. Uh, to our trail. So that equates the to dumbest fi- fucking move ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, the it's, first year we slightly more casual because you can drink beer during yes. the underground man. There is Not a certain can you that you might be required to this year. Yeah. Well, we, we, we required it last year, I believe. And the year before that. Oh, where you had to we'll have say, one. We'll say it's but. highly, highly recommended. <laughs> yeah. Basically you're going to get shamed if you don't. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and, more and or less shame. the event is it's about a two ish mile lap. And so 15 laps is what the uh, end result was when we came up with this this crazy idea. Uh, 30 miles. So the, the issue is that Iceman is a point-to-point mountain bike race where very large sections of that race are... The majority on, of it. ...on two-track open, almost yeah. like a gravel road. Power, yeah. power line rides. Power lines. Yeah. You can just, boom, hit it, and get into your rhythm. At the underground, there is no rhythm. You're just yeah. constantly turning, climbing, descending, going off concrete, burn, whatever. And uh, it was a very big challenge the first year. We underprepared. I did not eat anything. And I don't <laughs> the only re- thing we had was CBD gummies that Jake had sent <laughs> <Yeah>. you guys. <laughs> I, There's like six calories in each. We're like, I got one and a half. You get two. <laughs> well, and it's, it's like recommended that you take two max per day. I had like eight because just to get sugar in me. So the, I don't remember the last like two laps of that, um, like because I was so bonked. And, and it, then you throw in, you know, what? Four or five 180 turns. Oh, yes. yeah. It's <laughs> constant. Lap. It's there, constant. There was, there was whiskey involved in the first year, too. Yeah, that was bad. Because the race chaser <laughs> the race chaser was there giving handouts, and uh, I thought it was going to help me, and it didn't. It did not help me. <laughs> oh, no kidding. No. It backfired <laughs> on you, huh? Oh, the, man. The, the six to seven uh, CBD gummies didn't quite uh, <laughs> cut it for uh, the The calorie intake. imbalance was extreme. We also didn't have any, like... That much water. I brought like one bottle. <laughs> well, you, me, so. you brought the essential liquids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We so. were highly underprepared. So we took it back into year two. We said this was really, it was overall very fun. Uh, and it was a feat 
to behold, right? You've, you accomplish this, you feel like you've done something. And so we said, well, year two, we'll get a little more official. Still no timing or anything. It's more or less just a, a group ride, but on mountain bikes in a trail. But we made some number plates and we kind of made it more of a thing and had some folks uh, beyond just us doing it, which was fun. And then this year, we're uh, just, we're daisy chaining off of that year and doing the number plates again. And we have... We have like 15 people signed oh, up. Oh, <laughs> uh, Scott Gust- Gustafson reached out to me. Did he sign up? I have not checked since uh, about 3 o'clock this afternoon. Okay. You did, know, the entries are just flying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, you did receive my entry, right? I did, Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was thrilled to see it. Now, now <laughs> this is a circuit race, right? So we all finish on the same lap, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. that, that will save you know, me. We go track, track rules, so... Wait, no, track rules would, Tra- you track, would be on the same lap. So no, 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 you got to get your 15 in. Oh, no way. There's and no you need to post it. If yeah. you lap, though, do you get, do you get like some kind of like benefit? Like you have to drink one less beer if you lap the field? You drink one more beer if you lap the field. Um, oh, no. Yeah, because this is not a race. <laughs> no, no, it's it's equal distance. If you, so it's if you assholes actually race it when you get out there <laughs> and lap anyone, you're drinking three more beers. Yes. It is casual. It's all for fun, and it's uh, it's a really good time. We have we do have a little start finish area with a table, a speaker, blaring some good music, uh, some libations, a start finish banner. Yeah, um, it's it's uh, it's something we're very much looking forward to. So As that, this grows, I think we need to like turn that little wooden hut into like the secret bar. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought about somebody's that a lot. actually living in that hold, right hold, now. Hold, hold on, they, yeah. Which wooden hut? The train the, track side or the uh, it's it's, on, it's towards the train side. tracks by the concrete. Yes, that yeah. wooden hut. It's got like a plastic little cone thing on top. So if, so if you hear him describing concrete, yes, that's part of the course too. Yes, yes, yeah. it is. There is a concrete drop. It's a public dump ground. <laughs> it is uh, a little tiny patch of city-owned land. That is some. I think it's well. Actually, I think it's maybe owned by the railroad, and hence no, why it's, actually, it's owned by the city. It's, it's, it's a owned water by the city. runoff area. Oh, okay, Ooh, I, th- I thought they, it was actually still part of the cemetery. No, they they classify it as a water runoff area. I talked to well, a buddy of mine that's a cop about it because <laughs> because you got pulled over one time because <laughs> <laughs> I had you know. Um, but uh, he said it's a it's classified as a city runoff area. And and I let him know because at that time there was like ten tents in there. I'm like, hey, yeah. uh, there's a bunch of hobos living in these woods. And by the way, we we built a mountain bike trail. In it. <laughs> Is but there he, a problem with that? <laughs> no, he was like, uh, I think I think I asked him when we were going to build new trails. Should I call the city or like contact the city? Yeah, we were considering. That and for sure, he's yeah. like, dude, the fact that you guys actually go in there and use the the land is good for us because otherwise we have to go in every like two months and we kick out a out. city of people. Yeah, it, it was uh, definitely it's definitely improved. There's still uh, some shenanigans like the wood hut currently is occupied. Um, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually too. It's become like a wildlife refuge. For instance, there is no there. vacancy. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I was riding past and uh, you know you, you just have to be on your um, your P's and Q's in that trail kind of just looking looking ahead for wildlife there's de- a little pack of deer in there deer and turkey families yeah, back there turkeys. Like, but I'm riding through that section I'm, I know I'm going to pass the wooden hut and on that side of the trail that's typically where you're going to see tents and things uh, and I wish the best for those people hopefully they can find their way but <laughs> yeah me too um, <laughs> but it, I'm riding and yeah. I, I suddenly smelled a, a very freshly sparked cigarette and I was like, okay. So oh, I'm, I thought I'm, you were going to say something else. <laughs> no, no, but I'm just like, Freshly I could. Freshly sparked. 
<laughs> cigarette. Who knows what? But uh, no, it was definitely like a cigarette. And I'm like, okay, so someone's in here smoking a cigarette. It's probably the guy living in the wood hut. It's Clyde the deer. Yeah. <laughs> and so I look up. There is a tent behind the wood hut. And this man has it decked out. He has a little patio area. Oh, he, he has a he was hanging, line. Yeah, clothes yep. were drying out there. And so he had the cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And you get kind of close to his area when you're on the trail. His property. <laughs> his property. He crossed his property line. And I looked over and he just kind of gave me like the... And I was like... <laughs> howdy. So it's, the howdy. Yeah, the yeah. Hey, how's howdy. it going? Um, no, but it is a really fun trail, and we've worked hard to expand it into what it is today. It at one, I think, in the two thousands, the early two thousands, it was kind of like a a BMX dirt jumping hangout, and there is still a contingent of the users of this trail that are very much into that, which is cool. I, I was actually a user of that trail back in high school. So it used to have like oh. huge drops, didn't it? Um, actually, it was free ride stuff. There was there was I remember a bridge. That a wooden bridge that passed like it was like ten feet up. That's the and photo I've seen. That yeah, I've oh seen my goodness, talking like, like it's the drops. Bike. Yeah, the photo on pink bike is yeah. like yeah, that that's like, scary stuff. I would do that. Yeah, no. it's like they used to do the the underground X Games back there. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I heard Red Bull came once for an event back there, like a jumping event or like one of their like urban <laughs> video things. Well, well, um, let's see. To plug another uh, group, uh, the Duke of Dirt. He actually came through and and did a show. Who's that? The Duke of Dirt is a uh, he's he's a he's a guy in the Detroit area. He and his wife video his antics. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't heard of them. So here's another. It's a very historical grounds uh, because so <laughs> <Hollowed> grounds. <laughs> I mean, it, it, we so mentioned. We're, so well, we're going to find uh, arrowheads. Well, we, well, we you could. <laughs> you might find needles. <laughs> I found a needle back there. <laughs> you might find bones. But we, no, no, I'm not kidding. We were we were we like, found a clearing needle. new trail, yeah. and there was a like used needle. Oh goodness! Yeah, by the uh, the bus stop chicane. That's yeah. why that, the bus yes. stop chicane. That yeah. segment yeah. on Strava is called "Threading the Needles." Yeah, <laughs> and but, that's why we named it that one. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's it, we mentioned uh, it. It could still be, you know. Uh, cemetery graveyard property it could definitely be a graveyard as well we don't know that for a fact but it could be the other thing too is that so there used to be um, like archery back there I think back, oh, yeah, in, the, it back was, in the day so my yeah, uncle used to go over there because mm-hmm. my um, mom grew up in like the Elger Heights area over there and also there used to be a train station right there I think at Kalamazoo yes and JFK <laughs> actually stopped there my uh, uncle wow Got to like shake his hand and meet JFK at that stage. So it's very historical. On like a site. train, a train yeah. tour for yeah. Yeah. present. Yeah. R- yeah. Right, right by when where was, the methadone clinic before is. Before he was, <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right, right where the right where the <laughs> the meth clinic is. Right where, where the origin be. of the needles is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a very there's a lot of history there. It was before JFK was uh, president. I think he was running for. So so I ride time, through there now, and I remember Brant and Jameson and myself. Uh, before the Kenoshea Trail went through yeah. over over by Plaster Creek yeah, and thirty second yeah. Kalamazoo yeah, yeah. thirty se- yeah yeah me and me and Jameson and Brant did the same thing over in Rosemary Trails at the end of Rosemary Street had jumps and the city came through one day and cleared it out we were oh, a little man. worried Bastards. because they had like uh, they had crews out there last year that were like surveying the the land and everything well, they're yeah. cutting back they cut back all those trees <clears throat> yeah um, to make more of a like they, I think it was in effort maybe to clear the sidewalk more, but well, yeah, it yeah. all grew back anyway. And yeah, it kind of, but at the time yeah. it exposed, like, cause it was in the fall, like late fall. 
and I remember like you, you could drive by and you're like, yeah, there's a massive trail back there. Yeah. And I remember thinking the same thing. Like I really hope. Yeah. The city some does commissioner. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it, it's, that's why it's called the underground. And uh, yeah, we're October 1st, this Saturday. We'll have the podcast out before that. So if you're listening and you want to join, just DM us on Instagram and we'll shoot you the deets. Yeah. Yeah. Check out our, the link in our bio. Yes. Google form there. It sounds really up. official right now. Check out the link in our bio. Check out the link in our <laughs> link know, tree. You know, if you are the the uh, the winner of the Underground Man, you could put that on your resume. And yeah. Yes. Oh, that that's an automatic upgrade that, to A's, yeah. isn't Dude, it? That'd put you on a UCI team. Yeah. Right. Yes. Uh, and the A's at Graden. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Actually, it's going to be on Red Bull TV too. So you know, we'll we'll have <laughs> the whole thing on. If you've got a you know Red Bull TV app, go ahead and catch it. Yeah. Catch a replay. The it's, highlights. It's going to be a blast. And uh, yeah, so to have more. More folks that are just beyond our team is going to be really fun. Um, and we've got the number plates to just make it official. They don't mean anything or do anything. They just it's look just cool in the photos. It's just a participation award. Yeah, it's like it's what you get for, for coming you out. You hang them up in your garage after you complete it. You it put, would be cool. You, oh, put go ahead. Up, you put them up there next to your Grattan number? Yes. Yes. I just thought of this, too. I do hang my Grattan numbers in the basement. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I got my uh, number from last year on the fridge there. So. You do? You're going to be it. number one next year. You you will be number That's one, right. That's and we're right. going to negotiate our That's way right. to two, three, four, five, and six. Uh, I don't know if you can um, though. No, because it's a very pre- prestigious thing to it have. Is. Like it's a the, power ranking. Yeah, negotiations are over. I've already decided uh, the clip team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. One through ten. You heard it here first. One through ten. One through thirteen. You can do thirteen. Oh yeah, because Gary's got to be thirteen. Gary is thirteen. And actually, there was a dispute because I finished thirteenth on the year. And I, I said, Gary, how are we going to settle this? <laughs> and he and said, it, do you want Kit next year or not? And then you yeah, said, okay, yeah. fine. No, his, <laughs> he actually his, had a really good response. His answer was the best. He like listed off all these like different feats that like he'd be willing to take you on at. Yeah, they're and, all Aussie things. <laughs> yeah, that like, I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like very Australian things. <laughs> Three games of cricket? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the best. But w- one thing I do, g- getting back to Grattan for just a second, you know, we call it the world's longest Grand Tour, and I think we've, we've, uh, we, we can credit ourselves with, with calling it that. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> so the best part about that, though, is throughout our season, it, it just so happened to fall this way, and it wasn't every night, but in general, we had a, uh, a rotation of nine riders, which is the same yeah. number of riders invited to a, a, a grand, grand tour. tour so that i mean we're yeah we, we're we're in line we planned that out yeah, yeah. we did yeah and we uh actually have the roster cards. is pretty much locked yeah. so it is for the year for the year we're, yeah. we're you know we'll entertain uh some uh applications uh well you know we've I, i'll bring this up i would oh Tekela. yeah well yeah so mike Tekela joined us end of the season very happy to have mike yep. he started coming back out so he raced with me i think like mid 2000 like we'll call it 2006 through 12 or in that range and he was really strong and he started coming out last year getting back onto the bike and they came out this year and he was coming out consistently and he, he was kicking everybody's ass he was pulling back our brakes so yeah we were like, we were like yeah. Fuck this guy. actually we should get this guy <laughs> wrong way we need you on our team yeah so the contract was signed and he's now a member. he's a like-minded yeah. dude likes drinking beers with us yep we uh yeah, he's he's great. You know, doesn't take it seriously. I, I really think you know to turn this to your space theme. Yes, there needs to be a like viewing night. I mean, the the last oh, yeah. the, the we last have score an announcement to make. Yes, we do oh, yeah. not nice to cut seg- you off. Segway. So a, a nice guy viewing night. So after Grattan, you guys okay. have taken up the 
tradition of well tailgating and i love it you know it's it it just brings that sense of community around you get the guys from new era and you know as soon as they get over your the uh the stars in their eyes look you know sitting over in the corner waiting to yes. see if they can hang out with the cool guys <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you don't even know the first night I, they, they started tailgating i walked over and says hey come on over and they were with the go- with those guys <laughs> yes oh yeah no i think that would be great for your team is ha- have a viewing night because the last couple nights out there you know we run out of light at eight thirty, nine o'clock yep mm-hmm. and the past the the last two nights this year were f- fantastic yeah amazing they were. Sky. there were no sky uh, no no clouds in the sky I, I think there was no moon at the moment we saw a really good meteor shower that was it the last, last night, night? it was it last was the, night yeah. yeah oh did you yeah, yeah. it was it was, awesome. it was amazing yeah we kept we saw probably at least 10 yes. amazing amazing that I was say. fantastic amazing. Hold, hold on when 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 are perseids are they it's usually late august late, it's late all august? yeah like yes. august so there you yeah. go mid last late august the the Perseid tailgate. Yeah. Bring bring the telescope for the last night, maybe. And oh yeah, yeah. yeah we definitely. could do it for opening night too. I mean, just in the spring because well, I, like I think it. If to Brian's point, I think it would be a cool thing for like everybody that's out there to just hang out and and get the look, a chance to look through a telescope. Most definitely. I mean, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that is, and it, you're in a perfect spot. It is like a dark sky and we, park. We could might days. maybe do like an announcement beforehand because we know the announcer. Oh yeah, I think could, <laughs> if, if I write it down because yeah. you know I go yeah. through the same spiel. You know, ride like you got to work tomorrow. And he's got a lot of announcements, and, and that's part of that's just part of it. We we could see if we can slip our way in there. Yeah. Oh, you can. Nice guy ride like you got to look through a telescope after this is done. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Make that announcement. Yeah. But to segue into our into our announcement, the, we have some very special news, and I think that it's fair to announce it, it has been made official. Yeah, um, uh, our good friends and, and partners at Speciation Artisan Ales uh, over on Wealthy Street in Grand Rapids, we are collaborating with them to host a night sky viewing night at Speciation Cellars on October twentieth at seven p.m. Be there. Boom. Yes, it's going to be we so much fun. We haven't uh, determined if we're, we're going to do food truck, did we? I, I think we decided for the first one we'll keep it yeah, keep we'll keep it, it simple keep it simple uh, yeah. but we've discussed uh, potentially doing it on a quarterly basis which would be really cool okay we're gonna see the sky in the night sky in the fall the night sky in the spring right the summer and the sp- or and yeah you get all the seasons and so uh, we're really excited about this just because speciation is just as excited yeah as we are and um, we've always felt that connection with them um, very like-minded in that way. So to, to have an event there, um, they're going to do a, a special, I don't know if it's going to be a, one of their slushy, slushy-ation yeah, uh, yes. drinks or one of their beers. We're going to do a special one with that. All I'm going to say is Mitch uh, has something very good up his sleeve for yes. this. I, yeah, Mitch and, yep. yeah, Ward, yeah. Mitch well, and Ward there. Yeah, but yeah, Mitch's idea that I think we all know about. Are you talking about the topping? Yes. That was Ward's. Oh, oh. I'm, yeah. This is. Yeah, I'm a, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Ward's Ward. idea. Yeah. This is a table of secrets. I mean, there's. I know. Just, well, just, yeah. you got to come. Yeah, so that you, you got to come to the, the event. secret is. <laughs> we'll just say there's going to be a special drink, and uh, and we'll we'll have to wait till yeah. to find out what it is. It's unveiling. What, yeah. what was the date again? October 20th. It's a Thursday night. Uh, we decided on that because we looked at timeanddate.com. Shout out to them. Fantastic place. If you ever want eclipse data or anything. Um, timeanddate.com told us that October 20th, like that late, you're getting into the tail half of the month and you are essentially now uh, getting a very um, good night sky. 
you know, in the fall and it's, and it's coming earlier. So with an event like this, it would be difficult to do in the summer because you, I mean, speciation closes at 10 or 11 yeah. and you're just now getting dark sky. Yeah. So October uh, seven to 10, the idea, you know, you'll arrive at speciation, grab your beverage. The sun is setting kind of it's, ch chat it's a little bit awesome. and then hit the night sky. We're going to bring out the telescope. So we have, um, several telescopes that we're going to bring that anyone can, anyone listening to the podcast, of course, and beyond, uh, cause speciation is going to promote it from their side. We're going to kick it out from our side and, uh, we'll have a good crowd there. I was going to say, give uh, speciation a follow on yep. whatever your preferred media is. At speciation nails. Yeah. Because yeah. they're, they've got a, a cool announcement coming for it too. For sure. Yeah. They're, um, it's coming soon and, it's going to be an absolute blast. And it, we have decided too, if it's a cloudy night, uh, which could be possible, you never know. It is the fall. Uh, we have, we have backup plans. Yeah. We're still going to hang but out. Still come out there. And yeah. Talk about space. On that we'll night have, and yeah, we can talk space and enjoy some good beers. We'll have some material to, to show or share. Um, but yeah, we, we have, uh, many telescopes coming out, uh, big telescopes, actually one that's newly acquired. Yep. We have to, uh, we have a new confirm. 13 and a half inch. Ooh. Well, it, though the new one, is, I'm sorry. This no, is potentially news to me. potentially um, not coming. The 16. Yeah, the 16. The 16 might not yeah. come, but the, yeah. his 13 might. His come. 13 will. We have another that Patrick's 13. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So Patrick, uh, who is a, a local legend around these parts, he has a 13-inch Dobsonian scope, and he was like, "I don't want this," and I was like, "Well, like, what, what would you want for it?" And he never asked a. Or he he was like, "Just come take it. I don't want it." So where I was like, "Well." I don't want to like own it. You know, it can, maybe you can donate it to the podcast or you can come use it whenever you want. Uh, but we'll have that. We'll have that. For oh, awesome. Yeah. That's, it's a nice that thing. Yeah, that's so a nice does it have like a, a cloth siding that it goes, goes around it then. Cause yeah. it, when he sent that picture, it was very much a skeleton. Yeah. Like the, like the 16 inch kind of, but it yes. has like the 16 inch that the race chaser has is pretty much this, you know, it's, it's like a, it's a skeleton of a telescope until you put the actual siding around it, which is almost like a curtain. Mm -hmm. You put around the whole uh, diameter of the whole thing. It's yeah, pretty it, interesting. Yeah, so this but, way it's got a disc at the front, uh, which is just to diffu like diffuse light down. Mm -hmm. Then it's got the skeleton, which you curtain. And then at the bottom, it's got the mirror. And a 13-inch scope is letting a lot of light in. Yeah, yeah. So... I'm watching you guys get excited about, <laughs> yeah. about telescopes. <laughs> and it's Tele like... Showing! It's, it's like... This is so much better than bike equipment. <laughs> yeah. Just as it expensive, is. but so much oh better. Oh my yeah. gosh. I yeah, can't yeah. even imagine. It yeah. does get expensive. But so so thank you to Patrick for donating his telescope. I'm gonna like say Patrick that goes to trivia with you guys. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah, he he's I'll I think to buy him a beer. He bought a thirteen inch um at the recommendation of the race chaser. You know, your dad yeah. is, was like, You should get a telescope. And so he bought it off some guy at work, I think for three hundred and eighty bucks, which for a thirteen inch Dobsonian That's in the cheap. shape that it's in is super cheap. And then uh, he's never used it. <laughs> Did you go pick it up then? I have not picked oh, okay. it up yet. But uh, so so more or less, it's it's a donation to the podcast. But first, first, it's a donation to this event that we're discussing, yeah. October twentieth. It's yet another telescope to bring, and uh, and see a beautiful fall night sky. So come to that event. It's going to be amazing. 
uh, it has become official. It's just not yet promoted, and uh, we can't wait. And it's not just it's not just adults you can bring if you got yeah. children. Bring, bring those, fan. you know. Yes. So nieces, I just, nephews. I just checked my calendar. I will be there because yes. my wife has conferences. So. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Boys' night. Yep. <laughs> you know what's better than just stars, stars, and beer? Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna and, be awesome. And you know, world. Underberg. Um, Underberg. The, clo- <laughs> the closest, <laughs> I'm laughing a little bit to myself. The closest that Jupiter will be to us yes. in 42 years or 52 F- years? I thought it was 59 years. Oh, 59? It, it, I thought it, is, it's definitely in the 50s. We're, he's, we're he's coming in. Hint right now, guys. We're coming into that window of time, so <laughs> the viewing will be spectacular. It will be. Of, of which planet? <laughs> Go you ahead, said Brian. Jupiter? Yes. Oh, okay. I said Jupiter. Um. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. That That is passing through. Um, my good friend Adam, the one that introduced us to Ecliptic, our other very, very uh, good friends out there at Portland, Oregon, our Pacific Northwest connection, um, he, he went on Monday and with a scope out and, and took a look at Jupiter. And he said he's, he was able to capture a photo of three moons. I was like, damn, send, send it in. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Send it in. We'll post it. Um, well, yeah. for 57 episodes, we've been telling people to send us photos yeah. of their uh, night <laughs> night sky viewing. And uh, we've received a cup cu- a couple, a couple, <laughs> have we? Yeah, over the years. Oh, okay. See, you guys have got to get ro- uh, Rob excited about yes. He's yes. very excited about the podcast. He's a good friend of the podcast. Yes. Oh, he, I, I know. know. Yeah, you. Yeah, you know. I, I know Rob. Yeah. 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 Um, but we we've talked about that because he would be a great resource as far as like. Uh, you know all of the the like photography yeah, ISO settings. Of, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. what? Like we were talking about the um, the, the eclipse la- last episode. You were talking about taking pictures of the eclipse. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And, and the James Webb too. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, but but with the James Webb, we were trying to figure out because the the photos that they've posted mm-hmm. of planets don't look like like they just released one of Neptune. And they and they released one of Jupiter, and they don't look like normal. They look almost kind of transparent, infrared, infrared, like yeah. infrared yeah. or something. Yeah, and, yeah. and a lot of people we were trying are to like, figure out like what what they were trying to view of it. I saw some social media <clears throat> outrage from people <laughs> outrage um, in the not not educated space world that were saying, "What the heck? This takes this fantastically crisp photo of the Carina Nebula." But yeah. it cannot get a crisp photo of a planet around yeah. our. <laughs> but you have to remember, it is very far from Earth. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah. so people forget, like the Hubble was not that far from Earth. So it took the most phenomenal photos that you've all, everyone has seen photos of the planets from the Hubble. Um, but yeah, so James Webb, very far away from Earth, but taking some incredible infrared, which captured, like, it, I think it was Uranus, was like the ring was so. Or was it Neptune? I think, yeah, it was, Nep- it was the Neptune ring. was like, yeah. wait, we've never seen Neptune's ring like this. Right. Yeah. This is yeah. ex- this is a, like, Saturn, like, a one out of ten on the Saturn scale. Yeah. I mean, it's a ring. Very you would cool. think, though, with the amount of light, maybe they have to filter it down that way because it's picking up so much light. Excuse me. A little beer belch. Um, it's picking up so much light from these planets that it would almost like wash itself out where it would be tough to pick out the colors like the you know uh, you know the stripes on Jupiter or like sure. the blue hue of of Neptune it would like it would be so bright that it would just turn them white mm-hmm. almost like wash them out 
I don't know. And maybe maybe that's like I they have like to dial down the, what, what the you, light. What you need is a photographic expert. You know, Rob, yeah. like Rob, Rob, yeah. like Rob. Anyway, yeah, he could he could probably tell us because uh, I mean a, a telescope is using a similar type of mechan. Obviously, you know, using mirrors and and every and and all that, and so and lenses, of course. It's a a very interesting thing, but it was funny to see people saying that, like, "Well, this picture of Neptune looks like shit." Yeah. Like, well, it, it, yeah. it's it's just it's far, it's far away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. That planet oh, yeah. is already dead, and you're <laughs> <laughs> shit. I did not realize. I had no idea how far out James Webb was. It's very far. It's like it's, way past. It's, like, it's 1.5 million kilometers away from Earth, and it's, Hubble's at like what 1500 kilometers or something yeah it's, it's not, like way yeah, past yeah. the moon yeah it's it's oh, in the middle of yeah. deep space yeah <laughs> like it's no is it okay to get into crazy. the to your geek space to space stuff yes <laughs> i say that with continue love, with love there are sp- spots around the earth where the gravitational pull of the moon and the earth keeps satellites in position i i think i, I I thought it was just the Earth's gravity. Yeah. I don't know that the moon... I don't know. Yeah, I don't think the moon... I, I, I I'd have to look it up. I know I saw it at one time. And I'm no expert. No. That, I think that... Well, that's why I bring it up here. Yeah. It, I mean, like telecom satellites are uh, surely in the Earth's um, pole. Most definitely. But, yeah, they're in like but lower the Hubble, orbit. Like the ISS is lower, lower, lower orbit. orbit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the Hubble, though, we'll have to look that up on the break and, and release the news because I'll be honest, I don't know. But the Hubble's pull, like what, what's keeping it where it's at? I know for the um, James Webb, there was a specific target in space based on like pretty much the guarantee that it would stay there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a specific name for that. We'll, we'll look that up as well. We've mentioned it when we discussed James Webb in detail, but... You know, targeting that like little specific spot in space is it's pretty. It's a very interesting. It's idea. that's crazy to me. Like, yeah. do they just throw the thrusters on that thing to get it to stop there and stay in <laughs> orbit? Like, how do they yeah. get it to well, stop? I think well, I think yeah, reverse thrusters. Yeah. Okay. And after they refill the fuel tank, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know. And we'll James just, we'll James just... is up there to do it. So. <laughs> James <laughs> Webb is up there. You know, he's got that little. Five James gallon. Webb himself took that photo of Neptune. <laughs> how dare you? He's just which, this which, frozen dude. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings brings me to another thing: the DART program. Mm. I mean, yes. the news. I, I'm I'm sure you guys so are going to bring it up anyway. But just should, wait, just should, the, should we time out right here? Because yeah, my beer's yes. empty. Yep. I was take just, a break. I was going to say this Berg is a break. Berg break. Perfect segue into uh, a break because it is it's like a movie. Yes. Uh, what what occurred recently in, in in the space world? So we'll take a quick break. Our Underberg break presented by Underberg, um, where we'll uh, all indulge in a very tasty herbal digestive. Cue the jingle. It'll get you to the second half of what you're doing. We love it. Underberg, we'll see you in the second half. This episode of Eclipse on Tap is brought to you by Underberg, the German herbal digestive that is a very special after-dinner drink and served in more than 100 countries as a crowning finale to gourmet meals or hearty snacks. But what about after a flight of sour beers? Or stouts. Or stouts or bold beers. If you're looking for something after a large meal, maybe it's a festive meal, maybe it's 4th of July grilling, you're feeling a little bloated and a little groggy, grab an Underberg to feel bright and alert. I'm going to grab one right now. Yes, sir. Cheers. Cheers. 
Welcome back from the break, the Berg break, in which we will now indulge on our cold bergs. David has treated us which? to cold, cold bergs. Cold berg is a new thing. It's, and it's good, yeah. We learned this from Mitch and Ward. From Mitch, yeah. Mitch uh, yeah. has, they always have underbergs on the... So if you go to speciation, make sure you request a cold underberg out of the fridge. And Otherwise, that's pretty much a... Underberg. Cheers. Cheers, to the boys. Let it flow. Mm-hmm. I could kind of hear it percolating yeah, through the yeah. mic. It is just so, it's just so good cold. It's way better cold. <laughs> it is. It is so love good it. cold. I love it. Yeah, it's very, very good. It takes some of the bite out. If you if you drink it in room temp, I, I've actually still, I feel like you acquire a taste for it. But if it's your first time and you're taking it room temp, you're probably going to say like, oh, whoa. Yeah. Like that's yeah. your reaction, right? It's because um, it's, it's got so strong. spicy kind of heat to it. Yeah, it's very strong. It's uh, very herbal. It's it's kind of like when it's cold, it's like icy hot down your just, just yes. melt your yeah. chest. It's so good. so nice. Num, it's num, good. Num. That's not your first one, is it, Brian? You no, had, yeah. no, I ha- I've had them at the uh, the tailgate at the did we party. did we introduce you to Underberg though? Y- yes, you did. Oh, God, mission and, accomplished. Mission and, and you accomplished. are and you are correct. Cold. Yeah, yeah. It cold is, is the way to go. It is really nice. We'll have to start putting them in the cooler. Yeah, Gradden. Yeah, we will. So anyway, let's get back to what what we were hint. Uh, what yeah. were what we were, were, were what were we <laughs> Brian actually take us back talking about? What were you talking about? We, uh, so we we looked it up over the break. It's the Lagrange point. Yes, and we were talking about trajectories, I suppose, and the Dart program. The Dart program. Yes. Yeah, <clears throat> and 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 I think that was the the one cool thing is we learned that the. The Lagrange point is just that definition for the compounding effect of two planetary bodies making a field. Okay. So, so, so there's equal pull in each direction. Mm. Yeah. Basically. Yep. Pretty yeah. much just like it's it's this compounding effect. So the uh, area where James Webb, Webb is is a Lagrange point in, okay. further out in the solar system. Okay. So pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, DART. That was an amazing thing that kind of I, I felt like came out of nowhere, at least to the public eye. Well, that, yeah. that, that's what the asteroid said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well put. Yeah, it's true. And it was, uh, you know, you see the footage of this thing, which I just looked it up. I'm not going to pretend I didn't. But the double asteroid redirection test, the DART program, which is what they kept referencing that, the DART uh, mission. And I, was, I thought it was like throwing a DART, like they were throwing this yeah. do, do, out there like a DART. I, I am of the... Uh, the government body that comes up with acronyms and there's probably an acronym for it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Dart because double asteroid and th- it was one asteroid orbiting another asteroid yes. and they were yeah. redirecting the smaller asteroid, which yes. is it's, this is so cool. And it's a perfect segue <laughs> from what we were just talking about with the orbits. They NASA is going to, the, the, the intent was that want to build a satellite more, more or less that is going to impact um, the Dimorphos asteroid, which is the small one, and get it out of orbit so then it crashes into the other one. Oh, is like, that what the, the goal was? Oh, yeah. I thought they were just I, trying I, to I redirect thought, it away from Earth. Yeah, no, I, I think the no. goal was to get it to crash into... That's what double asteroid... But it oh, could have been just fling it so further. I don't know. It's like curling in space. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. So so what, what it was is it wasn't headed towards Earth, this asteroid. Right. It was, yeah, it was I knew a that. complete yeah. and total test. They were just testing to right. see if they could do it. So what I find amazing is just the math involved. First, yeah. first off, when did this? They launched that 
almost a year ago, didn't they? Yeah, it's uh, let's see here. It was the, launched. The thing that is crazy <laughs> just blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heck, I. <laughs> There's a watch face. I, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> There's a watch face on my iWatch or Apple Watch or whatever that is the solar system. Mm -hmm. And it's got where the planets are currently. And then if you wind the, the dial. Geek. If you, if you wind the dial, like to, to like if I want to go to like Christmas. It whistles. <laughs> you wind it up real tight. Well, you wind it and the planets move to where they'll be on Christmas. That's that is cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You, you want? I gotta show this to you now. You wind your eye watch. Yes. <laughs> you wind it up. You see? And it whistles. Hey, see? Wait, check this out. All right, now watch the planets, Brian. As I as I wind it, they move around. That is cool. The sun. That okay? I I I take back calling you a geek. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. well, we're into we're into 2025, and the, yeah. the you know we're just where you can, circling you can like, around. You can see the alignments really well yeah. that way, wow. which is yeah, very cool. Which is how I knew about Jupiter. Yes. The, what, what planet um, did you know about? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah, I, I'd just like to say, I heard a actual interview after the thing impacted, and they actually didn't know, like, somebody actually asked them, like, did it actually, you know, alter the orbit of this thing? Th they won't know and that for a couple they months. Won't, yeah, yeah, they won't they know won't for a couple know. months. Right. Imagine a situation where we have a even bigger asteroid, maybe, hurtling towards us and you're kind of like okay well we <laughs> have to set that up there hold yeah. your hands <laughs> we cross I mean, your fingers at that point like yeah two months you're, you're like basically uh you'd have to do a what was the movie armageddon or, or yeah. uh, well, by the time like let's say you know, the thing is two months away from earth yeah. don't look up because you know and you yes. shoot it up there and you don't know they're not going to know if they deflected it until it's going to hit yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you 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 don't have four, either 14 months to, <laughs> to yeah. Yeah. prepare yeah. yourself yeah it's interesting and, though yeah the one thing i was going to say too and, and i think that what what is so cool about this project is that it was that experimental mm -hmm. and they, they like you said they don't know if they've kicked it out of orbit they don't know where it's going to land and that, and i think that's what i heard it was this was someone writing about this their goal was not necessarily to kick it out of orbit and crash into the other but right. they were saying it is possible that they that may happen okay um now i don't think it has i think they know that at least that Okay. They've deflected it in some way, but to an effective way, who knows? Point yeah. point yeah. zero is it marginal? zero four degrees. Yeah. Which would but, be kind but, of like ironically but, but com if you, comedic. If it keeps if it keeps that's the that's the thing, like if you initially the impact probably wouldn't make it move that much, but I mean over the course of how many million miles, you know, from Earth it, it definitely would move quite a bit. Yeah. So that, that, and or the angle, because things have to hit us pretty blunt in order to get through the atmosphere it, at an, any kind of angle they're just going to glance off dude I, I just had an apollo 13 moment yeah yes. that's yeah. right <laughs> yeah. we so, just put a square peg in a round hole yeah just then what, what i'm amazed at well first off that they hit it and a lot of that was mathematical and it was autonomous mm -hmm. um but fourteen thousand miles an hour yeah and you know they threw a, a volkswagen bug at a 500 foot rock and they're yeah uh, it's just astounding and the images that came in from it were so cool because like <laughs> at first all you can see is the larger asteroid and and then it's like and it all it is is like a white like fuzzy blob on the screen and then as you come in and it, you know it's getting closer and they're like okay we're passing i forget it starts with an m the one the the primary the bigger one yeah, yeah. yeah. and they're like we're passing that and then um it's coming into view 
And it's like each image just gets like more <laughs> zoomed in, more zoomed in. It's not like a constant stream. So it's like you get a new image. And like the, <laughs> the last one, you can it's see so like close. grains of sand on the asteroid so before close. it just yeah. gets smoked. Well, what was that satellite? Uh, they had a... Uh they had a satellite land on a yes. asteroid a year and a half ago, yeah. two, two yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah. And that was I was more I was amazed at that because right. you actually saw like lunar lander kicking yeah. up dust as the thing yeah. hit that planet or hit that asteroid. That was amazing. Yeah, that big old Osiris rock. Rex. Osiris Rex. Osiris. Yeah. That's Rex. actually Osiris Rex. Okay. I actually got to see that when I was at Langley. Yeah, had like a model. They actually had a not a model, but like hey, an actual real thing. I'm sorry um, to interrupt, but we, <laughs> we got cold cold beer that ain't ain't gonna stay cold pass if we the, don't crack it. Pass them papers, but no. So you're exactly right because if you remember when when you when when you said that asteroid landing, it yes. reminded me. I was, I was like, give you the the wrapper. I'm like, <laughs> the why does he papers? want the Underberg wrapper? No. no, the ecliptic paper. <laughs> but the um. Osiris Rex mission. It started September eighth, twenty sixteen. So we talked about this. Good gosh. Day, we we talked about this on like one of the first episodes. Yeah, yeah. Of, of that, this podcast. I, like I said, I actually got to see like a little demonstration of the lander um, at NASA Langley when I went to the uh, the Orion capsule test. They did a little tour of Langley, and we got to to see that. But yeah, that, that's pretty crazy yeah it lands on an asteroid too. and it's what it got a sample right it pulled a sample out yep. and it's now it's now flying back yeah. good <laughs> so, gosh so we'll, we'll find out <laughs> but yes to introduce another ecliptic brewing beer uh we have the moon room series Oktoberfest. yes i love moon so room. the moon room is ecliptic satellite location uh which is also located in portland and they feature all lager style beers so this is from colette becker the marketing manager at uh, ecliptic this is uh, our October, or sorry, this is our Oktoberfest lager, and it's an ode to the annual fall festival in Germany. This beer is rich and toasty, yet balanced and clean with a crisp finish. Perfect for a liter or two. Ooh. A liter, that's David. What, what are we weighing in <laughs> at? So we're weighing in that's at 6%, right. classic Oktoberfest, IBU 20. So nice and light, crispy. It's going to be good. So. The, the, you said like nutty though, so some kind of maltiness to That's it. That. Too? So Oktoberfest beers always use the They're a, a, a Marzen melt yeah. uh, malt. Yeah. Marzen mm. is the name of the malt, and it has a very characteristic taste. Oh, fill me up! Come it's on now. Like the um, I brought up, the founders Oktoberfest is really good here locally, and Oktoberfest I think are among my favorite. I'm being very impressed by your multifaceted geekness. We are. Not only is <laughs> We're it just tools, not Brian. A, not only is it bikes, not only is it space, but it is beer. Beer. We are we're you, dorks. You, you are well Space Beer Podcast. You are well, well, we're about ba- well balanced. Well balanced, diet. yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> you're just unwrapping the onion now that you're here. Oh. It's just layer after layer of dorks. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So cheers, cheers to you, uh, Ecliptic Brewing Moon Rim Series, Oktoberfest Lager. Cheers. I could drink a liter of oh, that. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's real nice. That's we are a really good. October. We are a bunch of dorks. That but is yeah. that is a lot lighter than I was anticipating. But it's it's right. It reminds me of. But it's I was, nutty on the end. It is so nutty so on good. the end. Yeah, oh, it's got the Mars in. Quite nutty. They hit the it. They hit it right. This is a very good Oktoberfest. Their descriptions are always so spot on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, it, it's it's crazy. Yeah, we're eternally yeah. grateful to Ecliptic for always like, sending us the. I best. feel like my palate hasn't improved as far as like picking up thing yeah. flavors like, like that oh. since we've been getting beers from Ecliptic. Because I'm like, 
All right, this is what I need to prepare for. Oh, there it is. Your vocabulary of beer has expanded. Yeah. And we have another beer from them. We'll try in a few in a few minutes. <laughs> Once this one's down, uh, but a couple we'll, seconds yeah. from now, <laughs> you know, go ahead and clock it. Um, but yeah, the asteroid missions are, I think, just the most sci-fi thing ever. Yeah. You know, you, you think about it's like the movie Armageddon. Yeah, like it, it, it totally. Yeah. Is. I hated the movie Armageddon. Oh, it's the best I, movie I love, ever. I love Don't Don't Look Up. Simply, oh, don't look up as good. Yeah, simply because is that the George Clooney one. No, no Leo, the, Leo DiCaprio, oh, and yeah. Gen- Jennifer. Is Lord. it really that? I mean, I, I saw the preview and I was like, nah. No, you you need to see it. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's very good. It's, I think it's very relevant. <laughs> it's very relevant <laughs> because to today. because first off, there's not a damn thing we could do if something yeah. that big yeah. is coming yeah. toward the yeah. earth. We're dead. We're dinosaurs. We can send yeah. all of our nukes at it, and it's oh, not yeah. gonna even. But it, phase it it almost makes it even more like tariff or not. It's like more of a dramatic feel to know. So this in the in the movie, not to spoil anything, but there's an asteroid coming to Earth, and you a Michigan you, State professor. You didn't actually, spoil anything oh, yet. No, Bill Green. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I think the one of the producers or some, or writers maybe was a Michigan State grad. So he made Leo DiCaprio the main character, the scientist. Oh yeah. yeah. And okay. uh, and Jennifer yeah. Lawrence is like the the grad student who identifies this thing, and more or less it brings up a very current topic like just everything is so polarized you know there's groups on earth that are like ah oh, it's fine and then there's other groups that are like this is this is really bad <laughs> and yeah. uh they, it's that battle it's it's an interesting movie for sure you I'll know check we, it out. We, we will sit back and assess what happens in the movie <laughs> well don't leave me hanging <laughs> <laughs> they, i think you're gonna need to stay up late tonight and is, just, do, is he gonna die yeah, well, I, that that would be the spoiler. No. <laughs> he he did very good at not spoiling it, but you know, we'll we'll just leave it there. Man. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a cliffhanger. Good yeah, I sure. can't wait. Um, you look very curious. I am. <laughs> just ask Leo. I'm DiCaprio. curious. Like, I'm curious, like a cat. <laughs> My friends call me Whiskers. Gonna lick your paws. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, Dart was uh, yet another mission of NASA. Uh, I love the logo for it. It literally looks like a dart hitting us. It's like it looks like a badminton, like a a dart hitting a ball. It's it's just amazing. It shows like the simplicity of the idea, but you have that inherent complexity behind it that Brian was talking about the math and everything. Where it just yeah, how the do balance you... of that is so it makes it so unreal. Yeah, it's crazy that they can hit a target like that or like the, the actual thing they're sending there is so small like, it, just like, microscopic as you're, in the, as you're in the watching it things you know as you're watching it approach they hit it square in the center mm-hmm. it wasn't like not even like you could have couldn't have drawn it up better than they hit it like dead nuts in the center of the thing yeah we, we aren't going to graze that no. <laughs> no i mean it's just that's like the precision that we're talking about yeah we're, it's it's dead on and it's like a you know they they the mathematics are so complex that there is a, almost a level of guarantee yeah like they, they know enough about the dynamics of the of our stretches of the universe to be able to apply math yeah and be like yeah it's gonna hit it you know? well, well the the satellite didn't see it until five minutes beforehand yeah because yeah, yeah. because it was ap- actually obstructed by the other asteroid right yes i mean it was just you know and then it honed in and just nailed it <laughs> was <laughs> Was that actually like coordinated, or did they just have it timed out so well that they knew where it was going to be? No, they had no idea. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. We were, that's what we were just talking about. All the math. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying. I 
like are they able to direct that thing when it's out there or is it all done on the map that they do on earth before no. the launch and how we're, what trajectory we're going to send it right right yeah it's i think it's all pre yeah, yeah that's they, what i mean like I, it's not like you that. get up there and you've got a joystick and you just like chase I, the I asteroid think, i think a lot of it was pre but you know just the last two days maybe yeah was all probably you know it was autonomous so yep yeah you throw it up there get it close it's exactly crazy. yeah it's got it's got such a uh complex like build to it too where the like this thing is capable of maneuvering itself in an autonomous way beyond what you've already told it to do yeah so like yeah it, it is wild it's, like it's, maybe they honed it in exactly on the little one mm-hmm. but then what you said the big one was in the way so yeah. they're like yeah. oh well shit yeah. and then the 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 post kicked in and the thing started doing its i own. mean the fact that they like can track this asteroid and know that it's circ, you know, it's in orbit of another one. Yeah. Like we we go through, out, take the telescope out, and we're like, I think we can find Saturn. Yeah. It's all perspective. It's like you go outside and and you know you hear, oh well, we hit an asteroid. You think about somebody just walking outside, like looking up, being and like, it's wait, a wait, named where, asteroid. Where was it? Go ahead and point yeah. again. Like, oh, yeah. is it this way? Like it just is. It's so, not something yeah. you can just. Yeah. pick up through a telescope even you know, like i'll the, sit out here for hours just trying to point something yeah <laughs> i got the whole night sky yeah and these guys are freaking i think that's that. orion's belt yeah <laughs> it's yeah. sideline so i went down to australia when i was riding uh and i went down to australia and stayed with uh uh tom black the owner of velocity and worked for, with him for three months and one of the did cool- he start the company there? He actually started it in, here in Sorry to the sidebar. United States. Oh no, no problem. He actually started it here in Florida, and then moved over to Australia. And uh, heck, I don't know why. Why wouldn't you move to Australia? So I was in Australia, and I uh, looking up at the night sky. And one of the few thing, one of the few constellations I know, just at a at a drop of a hat, is Orion. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it was weird. I was in the southern hemisphere, so it was upside down. Oh yeah, that was yeah. The, that was the coolest ex- one of the coolest space experiences. Just looking up at the and noticing that it was upside down, I was like, "Hey, wait a minute!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that was so cool. It's like, what is the percentage of people living on the planet that have visited their opposite hemisphere? Yeah, probably like yeah, very few, right? I mean, it, on the grand scale, like I, it's just weird to think about. Yeah, I've never been below the equator. But, and just I'd like to I have but I didn't I didn't it think was, to look up Damn. yeah <laughs> I didn't either like Damn I was it. just gonna say I was in New Zealand I like never thought to don't, don't look th- up yeah don't look up David dang it <laughs> I should have thought of that well damn it <laughs> can't go back in time now be right um so yeah asteroid missions have been at the forefront of NASA's plans for quite some time and I feel like you know it they always have kind of their main mission, which is the SLS rocket, right? The Orion mission. Yep. Which is still postponed. Artemis. Artemis. Yes. Sorry. Um, Orion was the capsule they've already tested. Artemis. Yep. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, that launch has yet to happen, um, hopefully very soon. But I feel like NASA always has a couple of like side projects as well. Yeah. Uh, and they're these super experimental <laughs> Weren't they tar- asteroids. They were targeting like October 3rd or 2nd for launching. It was, uh, there was a, uh, so it was, was hurricane. 
Ian. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I think it's now yeah. pushed back even. It was originally like late September, September twenty twenty third, twenty third. Yeah, but I mean and the I, most recent yeah. target launch was yeah. like the second, I think. Yep, because there was a big gap originally. Like the the main issues that Artemis was having was the the thing is on the pad, like ready to launch, and there's a, a leak in one of the hydrogen tanks. That's like, a problem. And <laughs> yeah, I probably don't want to light that candle. It's like. I, we've we talked about this before where you know spacex has just like paved the way for successful launches you watch a falcon 9 now even if they're like let's whip out the let pull back the falcon heavy from like the back of the garage let's launch that bad boy i'd still be like yeah it's gonna work flawlessly yeah, yeah. and you're just a little clunky nasa yeah if we NASA, still love you you're just a little clunky and if they get it right it's gonna. They're going to jump all like we said last episode. It's gonna jump all those rungs of the ladder that SpaceX yeah. has beat them on. Yeah. And they'll be right back up when they get when they land some some people on the moon before yep. SpaceX does. But the the process is definitely not as efficient, and right. it's well, frustrating to see. I think, and I can only imagine for them the level of frustration. They're like the engineers are probably like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing too is that Starship or yeah, I mean, the BFR, BFR has been kind of dormant a little bit yeah. lately. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, that thing is is quite a bit bigger than than what we're dealing with Artemis. Um as far as like height is concerned and self-landing. But, and yeah, and self-landing as well. Uh but that they had plans like within the next 2 years to do an orbit around the moon with people in the cockpit like with, with the, yeah the yeah. dear moon mission yeah. so like i don't know i think it'll be a little bit longer i think if this whole thing happens with with artemis and they're able to launch after the hurricane goes through mm-hmm. it's going to be still um quite a process i think to get people on the actual orion capsule yes. versus i think spacex will catch up because i think they'll probably put people in that thing i mean that thing's literally like a luxury plane yeah for space flight yeah except it's massive have you heard so. of the the dear moon mission brian uh yeah i've i've just briefly no so more or less what it yeah. was was um essentially a scenario yeah there's a little bit of oktoberfest left and then we also have out Al- this one altair altair fresh hop which altair is a Alter star space that's named after a star oh. um john harris is always on point with the space names but um, on track dear moon dear moon was <laughs> <laughs> essentially a um SpaceX built their plan for what they now call Starship, right? Their their multi-person moon destination, Mars de- destination rocket that happens to also be self-landing. And there was more or less a, a situation where where Elon Musk was going to sell 12 seats to on a trip like a figure eight around the moon, like Apollo 8. And it sold out immediately by one person just one like person. that mis- mission patch right there that's the actual yes. uh, orbit and it sold out immediately to one person which was a, a a billionaire in japan who's like a he built his fortune in fashion of all things and he, he wants to go eight times i guess so but no what his plan was was you know he has this creative mind he's got he said, a close group of friends yeah <laughs> <laughs> or investors he bought all 12 seats himself, and he's, he, he put it out for the other 11 seats that he would more or less do a poll where you could apply uh, as a creator because he's, his, his whole rationale was, what if John Lennon got to see the Earth from the moon? Like, what kind of songs would he write? You know? yeah. I, I can only imagine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see yeah. what you did there. I see what you did there. You there. Go. Exactly. Yeah. So he, all of this 
idea of, of like, let's send like artists and movie producers and whatever. So apparently he's been accruing these people. We all applied. <laughs> we did. Yes. We did. We didn't actually go through the second round process. You though. went through the first round though. Yeah, yeah, I got uh, cut up. Yeah. <laughs> I went through. Like I, this dumbass. There's a couple doesn't... stages, though. Like, and I actually did the the, the next the round. Next, I did yeah. not get picked. You, you know what put you over the top? The Winnet grad. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. You should resubmit your application. <laughs> after, yep. after further consideration. Our 12th seat is David Williams. <laughs> yeah, well... That happened. Uh, <laughs> that happened to, to go to the NASA, so, uh, the whole social thing at Langley. It's I mean, that was like, I got. Uh, it's, it's. I was like, I didn't make the first round, but then I got the the second round. I think somebody backed out or something like that. They're like, and we got the ringer. Here he comes, <laughs> the pro cyclist from Grand Rapids, so, Michigan. You, you know, hundred followers on Twitter. <laughs> you know who they cut. Daniel. <laughs> oh, Shamburger. Oh. Burn. Sorry, man. <laughs> we love you, Dan. <laughs> so, it probably oh. was him, too. Maybe. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Just his luck. It's oh, all well. in good fun. All yeah. in good fun. All in good fun. So but. here's the question, though. Uh, and we've asked this before on the podcast. So this is more directed to Brian. If you applied for the Dear Moon mission and they selected you, and they said, our goal is to launch this figure eight loop around the plan- around the moon and back to the planet. And it's going to self-land. You're, you, you've, you've been invited in 2024. Would you go? Uh, yeah. You're willing to uh, take that risk, sir? I mean, if you don't make it back, <laughs> Grattan doesn't happen next currently, year. <laughs> c- currently, Starship has never uh, launched more than uh, a couple hundred meters. <laughs> Well, and that wasn't even the full thing. No, that was just the top. Yeah. So well, not, no, no disc to SpaceX. There were, I'm sure they're working very hard, but 2024 was the date. They, they, they got four years, right? 2024. They have, 24. They have a year and a half. Year They've and got half. 18 year months. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe I would rescind that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean. Can um, we get Miss Overmeyer on the phone? <laughs> you know, I was going to pull that one initially. Yeah, I'll have to check with my wife because. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah, now that you put it that way. But into perspective, like where the, maybe they've launched the thing ten times and it's more routine, and you were invited, then I've, your answer okay. would be yes. Right? Let me let me ask you this question: While you're marinating on that last one, <laughs> would you would you go to adult space camp with us to prepare for the possible mission? If you <laughs> this is actually our proposal, to go through this. <laughs> this, this is our proposal. A- a- actually, I'm a- I'm already looking forward to. Uh, David, get down on your knee while you're asking. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to going to the eclipse with you guys. Yes. 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 The, yeah. And, and to turn oh, that yeah. around. Oh, yeah, that. So, so to turn that around to bikes again, I threw this idea out. I don't know. Was it to, to either David or Nathan? Was they should have a bike race where the cat three fours go first. Then there's a break during the eclipse so everyone can watch the eclipse. I like it. Yeah. And then the pro one, two race. I well, like oh, it. Oh man, that would be sweet. During the sunrise. During, during, during it the starts eclipse, when the, the partial race. starts. Yeah. yeah the cat, yeah, yeah, the cat definitely. one. <laughs> yeah. It would be so cool. I would not even race if I was a cat one. And I was going to, I mean, Dude, you're missing just, out. You're racing your bike during an eclipse. You know, Come just, on. <laughs> just listening to the audio, the audio clip of your, in your last episode yeah. of you guys, yeah. it's like, Oh, Oh, the eclipse. oh my god that's awesome it's so it's such a weird thing and it um is it still there <laughs> we've said it many times on this podcast but it has to be witnessed like, oh yeah it's crazy I, I it am, brings out something visceral like it's like you don't even you're not even sure what you're saying 
Oh my You're just like, God. oh my God. Yeah, like this is unbelievable. Double rainbow all the way <laughs> across <laughs> the sky. It's a moment like that. That's exactly what it is. And it's a... Uh, it's an amazing experience, but and that's a great segue. Like we're we're not that far from the 2024 eclipse now. We are into the fall of 2022. We're in the umbra. We are encroaching very quickly on the umbra of the 2024 yeah. eclipse, the shadow. Yeah. We're there. So I think this winter is uh is game time. This is where we we make our plan. Yeah. This is where we forge our battle plan. <laughs> yeah. That's so, right. so you guys are thinking uh New Mexico, Texas. Texas. Yeah, we're thinking Texas. Sacramento. Oh, okay. Initially, but then we also, and then you're going to get in the jet, and then we're just going to chase Texas. it. Yes. Yeah. Texas well, and I think we need to start running the numbers on the weather patterns the last 15 years exactly. in Sacramento. Get after yeah. your farmer's almanac. We yeah. need to, uh, you know, obviously have a meeting yeah. with a map. We had a map last time. We had yeah. a, like race chaser had a full on map on the table on this table. <laughs> it was like an actual <laughs> on this actual map. table like, here is where we did the planning. One of those maps that you fold out like. 27 times yeah <laughs> and it, we, it was massive he was dotted, dotted lines from this direction dotted lines from this direction yeah now if we hit the target yeah it was right <laughs> it was tactical and and this this winter is is when we'll make that happen so so we'll we'll call a meeting and for those that are at least local that are joining us john harris from ecliptic brewing will also be joining us but he's not local we'll share the plans with him we'll share the meeting minutes yeah but for those that are at the meeting we'll make it happen this winter like i'm talking dotted lines Chartered bus. Yeah. Yes. So, well, like, chartered so, plane. Iron Mike has a, uh, a badass motor He home. does. Yeah, he could take he a He could couple. sleep at least four. <laughs> yeah. He, he could it's take like a, a Hilton on wheels. It's it, so it nice. Is. It, it, it's pretty badass. Actually, but Mike, or Mike uh, Tequila has a, like a tow behind, I think. Well, you, Boom. That was the whole reason for him now joining the team, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mike, no offense, but that's why we picked you. <laughs> now we're talking. We tried to charm you with all this talk about how fast you were. <laughs> we want your motor blah, home. Blah, blah, blah. So the one thing we were considering, though, is going just a, a slight bit closer uh, to Fayetteville, uh, Arkansas, because Arkansas. we went to the Cyclocross World Championships uh, last year right around, wasn't it this time of the year? No, it was uh, no. January. Oh, oh, yeah, it was. Wisconsin was uh, the water. Wisconsin, yeah, stuff. sorry, I'm getting yeah. them confused. January was such a fun time. Yeah. It, I mean, it was an ama- like Fayetteville is so cool. Yeah. And I think it would be great to go back there, too. But the. We're talking Texas, right? Blue skies. <laughs> so that's Blue the one thing with te- Texas. Yeah. It, it's all you're, you're almost guaranteeing your I don't want to knock on wood, but you're just getting yourself into the best possible place yeah. you can be. I mean, it's the longest totality, at least in the u.s four minutes over four minutes over four it's yeah. over wow. yeah it's going to be over uh almost double uh the the 2017 which is the 2017 it in a you know you'd think it would like flip by when you see that something like totality like you look at it and 10 seconds later even though it was two and a half minutes 10 seconds later it's gone it's yep. not that way it yeah. felt like i felt like it was longer for oh me. yeah oh, you're yeah. just like it's the it's the only time in my life where I've been entranced in something. <laughs> yeah. Like truly where you're stuck and you just cannot stop looking at it. What well, about your first beer? <laughs> <laughs> well, <yeah>. close <laughs> second maybe? Exactly. Speaking of beer. Yeah. Crack yeah. it. Where's the paper? Where'd I put it? Oh, the wrappers? The, <laughs> <laughs> the Underberg paper? The the Underberg wrapper? The paper. Okay, David. Let, 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 let's get through this. Okay. He's got it. 
The still pressure. Ta ta. Oh man, is that a is that a killer? The brightest star. <laughs> All right, Altair. All right, Altair. All right. The brightest star in the constellation Aquila, Altair uses fresh ADH 218 to celebrate the annual hop harvest. ABV 6.5%. Get <laughs> you done. 6.5? Mm. Go ahead and get yourself some Altair IPA. Crack that. Ooh. Ooh, good. Oh, good. Uh, you kept it on the edge. I'm frothing. No, that's some nice crack. You kept it on the edge. Altair IPA is uh, at this time of the year taking like local fresh hops from their like very hyper local area and uh, making a beer out of it. I don't, does Founders do that anymore? Remember Harvestdale? Was such a good beer in they the fall. They had Autumn Mail this year, or no? Was it no? Bell's had Autumn Mail. Um, do you remember that though? Like it was not that. It was probably like. Less than ten years ago, founders would come yeah, out with Harvestdale, har- harvest and it was like local, local, like and from like Ada hops. I don't think I've seen that yet this year. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if they do it anymore. But this is essentially the the local um, Pacific Northwest hop procurement into a beer. Well, I was gonna say cheers, oh. but Nathan just took off to go. That's take we a can, wee. What we can? It's okay, dude. What, you, you know what I bring to this this team? What's that? A bigger bladder. Oh, <laughs> boom. <laughs> But only, but only by a little. Necessary for podcasting. It really is. It's a, it's a skill. <laughs> it's necessary. <laughs> two minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yes. No, uh, um, the two, Eclipse. 240 was the last one. It was. Yeah, 240 was 2017. We're looking at like 430 this time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's going to be, <sighs> whew, I, don't, I don't know what, I don't know what. I'm going to have to wear a, an adult diaper. Yeah. I think it's going to be uh very uh the anticipation will i yeah it's gonna be extreme because i, mean, it's I so be, because it's like you know i've seen it you know you and know. I'm, i i just want to like when everybody's there i want people to enjoy like i just the anticipation for me to see their faces yes. when, it, when it happens yes. is going to be crazy because i i since i haven't drank my beer yet i want to throw one more toast up because if if he's listened this long into the episode we need to toast Haas and the future, yes, Mrs. Haas, yes, because he put a ring on it, yes, he did. Uh, uh, and to Haas's hip, to Ben and Kristen, cheers. Is is it a Haas's? Congratulations on your engagement. It's a good question. Haas's, yeah. The this Altair IPA is very good. The fresh hop is apparent, yes, that's what I I love the, the design too. So hold up that can, David. The it's it's essentially a bunch of hops in. The midst of a night sky. This would be my, if I lived in a region that ecliptic brewed, like yeah. this is a perfect after underground man yes. beer. <laughs> yeah, we'd have the cooler stocked if yeah. they distributed. Or an after Grattan beer. This is just the, like, give me something that's going to hit me a little bit. Yep. Yeah, it's very good. And I think. Hit you like the dart. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Square, square yeah. on a head. Oh, ecliptic needs a dart beer. Yes. Yeah. Dart. They do. Come on, John Harris. And it needs do it for us. And it needs to be dark. A dark yes. dart. Yes. Those are yeah. That the 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 can that Brian has is uh, one of my favorite type of angles that they take to space beers, which is their cosmic collaborations, which we would we, we gotta a work bit on. More we gotta work. Mind. Go for it. We gotta work on that ecliptic speciation collab. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah. That would be 
like one of the biggest dreams in my life right now coming true. <laughs> just just want to admit that right here. <laughs> It'd be one of the biggest dreams in my life. So, so you guys have, have been to uh, Ecliptic in Portland. We have haven't. We, no. no. You have not. No, we've no. never. Because uh, all of our Portland plans were canceled by COVID. <laughs> Again, COVID. Damn it. Dude, dude is there not like a, a gravel of the the... Seattle to Portland ride. It's a tour, but oh yeah. god, thank you. <laughs> it's a tour. Yeah, it's a tour. All right, I'll consider All right. it. <laughs> Suddenly, it became an option. <laughs> it was then. It's it's two days and two hundred and some odd miles. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> oh, I haven't I'm hit a two hundred and some odd mile two months. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, dude. So, so you you guys know my uh, my mom was like an ultra marathoner, and uh, she did three hundred and sixty miles in twenty four hours. What running? No, oh, no I was no, going to no, say. No, I was no, like, no, wait, no. wait, that's not even physically. No, yeah. no, riding, riding. So that was actually one of my big goals was to, well, my one of my first goals in in cycling was to beat my mom at the Ada time trial. Oh yeah! Ooh, my oh my yeah. well, let's, let's talk some times. Yeah, let's talk some times. What did Diane do? Uh, I have no idea, but it took me until I was thirteen to be- beat her there, and I actually did hold the record at Ada at one time. Very well. What was that? What time? was that time? Uh, on, let's talk. Thirty-three, thirteen. So mm. that was twenty-eight and a half. Mm. What, uh, what? Ooh, what? Uh, what? What? <laughs> In case no. you can't tell, the Ada time trial is also it's very, a highly, it was highly, highly contested, highly yeah. acclaimed. Event. Well, that was Local. until what Zabriskie showed up one time and, yeah. and turned. I beat Zabriskie. No, Zerbel. Zerbel. Yeah, Zerbel. Zerbel. Yeah. Holy crap! Man. I went. I went thirty oh two, and I think he went thirty thirty, and David went twenty nine thirty or something. Twenty nine thirty nine. I have the trophy. Do you want me to go get it? <laughs> I, can go, I can go grab the trophy no, right I, now. I, it's on, it's actually in my room on display. I actually got rid of some of the other like trophies I've had over the years. <laughs> <Made> room, <laughs> and that's the one I kept. Dude, so I, hell yeah. So I need old ball's time for the the amateur record because he had done like a thirty thirty something. He's not an amateur. He's an amateur. Yeah. Yeah. Old, he's old ball. I'm going to go get it. Um, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> got to show the but camera. I, I beat his time, and they didn't credit me because, because there wasn't there was somebody nobody at, the, at the turnaround. But Dave Reiskamp, I passed right Dave. at the turnaround, and yeah. he's like, I'll vouch for him. Dave Reiskamp went out there all the time. He's like, he passed me at the turn. He did the turn. Dude. Uh, damn. But they. Damn. Damn. Yeah. It's the skip influence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It, there wasn't it, somebody it's, out there. It's not official because it, <laughs> there was no official. <laughs> And you have to have an official to make it an official official. Here it is. Show the camera. Yes. Dude, disc wheels and everything. So I, I, had, a, I had a funny bike, though. Did you, you probably just had, like, deep dish wheels. David did that on my bike, didn't you? Yeah, the, time the, that you, uh, the specialized. The aluminum yeah. specialized. 2939. Yeah. You are a stud. That way, aluminum specialized? Oh. Yeah. No, it was, it uh, was it. aluminum. Dude, no, it was aluminum. You, oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, you let some dust settle on that. <laughs> I can see you're not polishing it regularly. So you're I, not in the cleaning business, are I, you, David? I do need to make a Stanley Cup replica for Grattan. Yeah. Yes. yes. Because I do have compliments of Skip and Diane, the results back to 1981. Yes. So. Inscribe. Inscribe. Yes. Uh, inscribe. Yes. You know, that you, is the next big thing. We'll, we'll add a, a ring for like, you know, 
Yeah. Ten yeah. years from now. Oh yeah. Well, we honestly we'll still be racing out there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm we're. I'm really glad that you're here, Brian, because we, we have some really good ideas <laughs> about yeah about how to grow this, and and they're all ridiculous, but you're gonna listen. <laughs> Unicycles, 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 I do think, and I, cricket bats. I do this, think we could throw a hell, hell of a cross race out there. You know, that I, would I, be cool. I think a cross race would work on really the infield well. there. Oh yeah. Totally. Oh yeah. It would be it would be awesome. We could put that on. Cross is coming. <laughs> don't hate on Cross. I don't, I'm not hidden. I'm not, I'm not hidden. hidden. You're yeah. hating. I'm no. not hitting. No. Dude, you got to do it all. You got to do yeah. it all. You got to do it all. We could find I got my we, ass we have kicked a niche at there. Richmond this weekend. We have a niche there. And, and actually, that niche kind of expands into underground, man. Like, there's some, yeah. there are several uh, members, or sorry, current registrants of this event <laughs> that uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, which is, which is, that it's mean, cool. That means the popularity is growing. And that means it's, yeah, the podcast is is working. Yeah, it's, and, it's and, been and, fun. And, and the uh, Granton Facebook page. Yeah, yes, yeah, so you I, shared I, it. Totally. So did Gary. Gary yeah. shared it. And yeah, so it's gotten some exposure, which is fun. And um, it's not. I'm talking like it, we we're growing the event from like ten of us to like seventeen of us. Like it's not. I'm not talking this you insane know, thing, but it's cool. There's six hundred registrants. <laughs> it's gonna be like bumper to bumper traffic in there. You know, pretty people, pretty soon the UCI is gonna come in and wreck it all. People are gonna show up <laughs> yeah. there and be like, so where do we park and where do we go? Where, where do we go? There's no sign. Where's the, where's the registration table? Because <laughs> it's just a bunch of guys drinking beer under a tent. People are showing up on like Saturday or sorry, a Friday night, like looking. Where's the packet <laughs> pickup? <laughs> Camping out. Where's the Where's the expo? Oh, there seems to be a campers in the the uh, course already. No, that's the tailgate for the Grand Rapids Christian football game. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, they allow they allow yeah, infield camping. <laughs> that's what I well, meant. That's rather apparent. Oh, that would be so funny if they showed up and they look at the Grand Rapids Christian parking lot and they see because it's full from a Friday night high school football game. They're like, "Oh, sick! This expo is sweet." <laughs> oh, and then they and then they show up for the event the next day and they get this. <laughs> we got we got you got to time it around homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's so good about underground man here's your packet <laughs> I, I am i am very much looking forward to it oh it's gonna be fun it's uh, gonna be really good i'm not gonna, i'm really looking forward to you participating because you were out there taking video last year by the way that video was sweet you had a zip line going oh, oh dude. it was full tilt it was awesome I'm loving that. You know, yeah. if if I were to change careers now, video production. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you kill it on yeah. the underground, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> a literal zip line as if it was like a downhill. And you made it look like there was a bunch of people and it was like four of us. <laughs> <laughs> like the way you edited it. Well, well, it was it was a bunch of people, only the same four people all the time. <laughs> yeah, that was an amazing an amazing capture of the of oh. the event. It it was it, it like it's been it's been something now where we look back on it and it's growing into this like fall event. Yeah. At least for us. And that's yeah. all that really matters. Like it's not meant to be something massive. The trail can't hold more oh, than no. 25 people. Like <laughs> like I'm a little worried. <laughs> I, well, honestly, I think there's a couple areas we have to like just okay. rope off. The 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 very uh East side. East side. Yeah, yeah. we got to rope that, off that, that figure, loop to loop. The figure eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we got to well, rope so that off. There's also a couple of little shortcuts people have 
Yeah, have we'll the, take the blaze. Off. We'll, we'll yeah. cut those off. You got to go up the little punchy, ruddy stuff. You know? No, 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 no. Yeah. I saw that. No. Yeah, you no. got to go I'm up not, the ruts. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> oh, you want to go up the ruts? Well, there's a penalty if you take the shortcut. Yeah, a sh- uh, a drink. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, Julia will be through. standing there with shots. <laughs> we'll give you a Jello shot so you get some carbohydrates. <laughs> <laughs> got to pay the toll if you're gonna go this way. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. That's a good spot for that. God, I hope Old Balls comes. That would be like, it. make it like Mario Kart, kind of. Because if you take the shortcut, you got to take a shot. But if you go up the hill, you're fucking your legs every lap. Yeah. So what do mm-hmm. you do? Mm-hmm. Do you take the shot and oh. go straight? You know, I, I did four laps there this past Sunday, and I didn't ride that once. You, oh, it, it's just the that, uphill? Yeah, it's yeah tough. that little yeah. Rudy thing. Yeah, it's, no. it, I would, I'll say in the last probably four or five years it's gotten significantly harder yeah. year by year by year and now you look at it and it's all the sand all the ground is gone yeah it's just it's so just we could take a, it's a couple sh- shovelfuls of like ground and just patch yeah. it in a little it, bit it's just Saturday. shiny roots yeah. yeah it's just like roots <laughs> yeah. it, oh, no longer is it something like a cool little obstacle it's just roots all right we'll patch it up before yeah. saturday so i think for saturday we'll go We'll go there. Um, the, the event is at noon, by the way. I don't know if we already announced that. And if you're listening this far, you're probably going to be there by now. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, noon, we'll get there early. We're going to try to at least clear the trail of leaves and stuff that day. Uh, so it's nice and fresh. And then also um, tape off the, the, the route. Yeah. I get, we got to get We're tape. already camped out technically. Yeah, we are. We're right here. <laughs> we're in underground country we're like uh we paid for infield tickets <laughs> october 1st you should be there and if you do as has been said before you get a free cool number not free <laughs> number plate free, free hey, to you you it know costs what else you, it cost you five dollars a fortune we should give them an underberg <laughs> like with registration i thought about that yeah Ooh, underberg with registration do you let's, do uh, you do have an underberg banner correct? oh yeah. let's show everybody on tv Yep. The, the the plate. Yep. Go ahead and show that. It off. It's very all, shiny. It's very shiny. So, so that that is also in the plan for next year's Graden. Aside from the Stanley Cup, is the overhead banner. Yes. Oh, yeah. A new dimension. Like an inflatable, or no, a, hell just no. like a just like a just, <laughs> just a cable. I'm trying to keep it simple. Yeah. And if or a uh, across the top like a banner would be that would be really cool. That would just be really just cool. because it would be cool. But the underground man uh, prize will will always, I think, at least at this time, stay as the race plate and the underberg. We've got a we've got some we, models. We could do a generic like best performance prize, not not necessarily first place, but best performance prize to win an underberg backpack. Yes, <laughs> D- define performance. Just just like who has the best time? Who who brings it? Yeah, who you know? generally like even even most courageous? Yeah, most courageous. most beers drank. Most. <laughs> Most combative rider. Yeah, most combative. We should do a most combative EOT you, most combative jersey. You know, yeah, we should do that. You get an EOT shirt, and you get the Underberg backpack. Yeah. So, so we were talking about taking out the uh, crossover. Well, most combative. Oh yeah, <laughs> you could have ramming. Do we want to do like I actually? That's a who's going to yield? It's game we gonna, of chicken. Last year we left it in. Yeah, we did. did, and it was it, and it was fine. It, yeah, because you get spread out enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you've got twenty five people this year. I think <laughs> if we announce it though, yeah, I don't think we'd have a train long enough at the beginning to hap- like to if everyone's like pegging it at the beginning. It's still it's not going to connect, right? That's a that's a large enough dude. Loop. No, it, yeah, well, it, if it's the big pack enough. goes through it, <laughs> yeah. 
We, we got to do a little bit of space science here. Yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> now where's the where's, which asteroid's going to collide? Listen, where's the Lagrange point? <laughs> where's L two? That's where we need to mark it with a sign. L two is our location. Mark we'll, it on the map. We'll have to figure that out because the yeah. first year we cut it off. Yeah. And there was really not that many of us. Yeah. But then the second year we pulled it through and uh, kept the connector and there. For those that have no idea what we're describing, it's a section of the trail that crosses back over itself and could present a potential danger. Uh, I think just the opportunity, if you will. <laughs> a show of courage. <laughs> if one finds themselves in a place where the timing is exact, they shall show their courage <laughs> and they, plow over the other rod. <laughs> we'll then have a burial ceremony at the end. <laughs> So we'll have to figure that out. But I, if you're if you're listening this far, you should come. Uh, even if you don't ride bikes, just come out and have a good time. It's really fun. And if uh, you've made it to this point, yeah, <laughs> you should go out there on Saturday. You should probably fun. be there. Yeah. Uh, and I think that is a fantastic spot to wrap episode fifty-seven. Cheers, Brian, for coming. Well, absolutely. Thank, well, thank you for having. Do we have anything this to, is, to offer you? Oh, Ooh, there's a little beer. Yes. One last toast, boys. To 2023, carrying the title of winners of Grattan 2022. Of, of the yeah. world's yeah. longest yes. Grand Tour. Yes. The, the champions. Cheers. Yep. Champions we of the world. We are the champions, my friend. The, <laughs> the uh, Mayo Naranja. <laughs> <laughs> the orange jersey. We've kept it for one full year. No, it's, it's been we, fantastic. We actually were going to do another... Uh, well, we talked to the people at Eurosport. They they agreed they were going to do another recap of the yeah. the ending uh, of Grattan. We should uh, and finishing the year on top. We should post it like but, on Christmas, <laughs> just like everyone's year in for, review. Rider of the year, David Williams and Velo News. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so good. It'd be so good. <laughs> but most, thank you, most shoddy rider. <laughs> <laughs> just what if they what if they post that on Velo News, like at the very end? There's most shoddy rider of the year. <laughs> David Williams won the Grattan Race Series. Poofiest wanker. <laughs> photo of me. Photo of me in the in the jersey. Uh, that'd be actually that'd be pretty funny. But when when we first made that video on uh, like a, a, a essentially David's race recap of his orange jersey, but like in Eurosport form, we just thought it'd be so funny like what if there was ever a time where we could kind of sarcastically in a way but in a cool way too um share that news to the point where like velo news posts about like <laughs> dude what what is this Granton thing <laughs> this is sick <laughs> are we are we missing out gravels on out Granton's yeah. in <laughs> like they sell infield tickets <laughs> What are the, what are the, what are the, what are the A's using at Grattan? <laughs> well, large, large amounts of alcohol. <laughs> no, we meant the wheels. That's, oh, that's a, that's a different type of doping. Grattan A's tech night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh. But no, thank you very much, Brian, for coming on. It's been a pleasure and uh, talking both cycling and space. It's nice. been awesome. You brought it tonight. Yeah. You, you had all the topics, and nobody Sweet. guessed the planet of the month. That it's is Jupiter. Our final point, it's and Jupiter. I think David is now planet of the month because he guessed <laughs> right. David, sorry, Captain Jupiter. Of the planet. Captain, could Mark. you could you phrase that in a question? <laughs> <laughs> what is <laughs> what is 
What is Jupiter? <laughs> I'm sorry, David. You're incorrect. Oh, wow. Oh. Neptune. Oh, you can't just do that. Oh. <laughs> Matt gets an opportunity oh. to steal. So it has rings? Yes. Because Haas put a ring on it. Oh. oh. That was so subtle and sly. It was. You pulled the wool so over our Matt, eyes. what's your guess? Uh, it's Saturn. I'm sorry, Matt. You're oh, incorrect. Brian. Hold on. Do I get to say it? Yep. Brian gets to say it. But it, then you got to come on next month. Is it Uranus? <laughs> no. Oh, back to David. Neptune. David, you oh. won it. I said it right after I said Jupiter. And you said, I can't do that. Yeah. And then those idiots didn't even say it. <laughs> well, I came back to you. Okay. All right, we're two and two now. So, so, it's back to David. I forgot. I forgot to pick a damn planet. The first like four, you know, episodes we did this. This Thank originated you, back uh, prior to. It, I think it was like January of last year. Yes. <laughs> and we've had three, three captain, three planets. successful <laughs> captain planets. That's what makes so, it special. So we need better astronomers so that we, we could take this outside our solar system. Yes. You know, yeah. yeah. So it could actually be more because because <laughs> it's literally. Uh, <laughs> is your planet K one fifteen? Well, no, man, you suck. <laughs> the, the, the We've had a hard enough time with nine planets. We can't take it out of the solar system. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing I'm going to point out here is that every time we've dropped clues, it's literally been the name of the planet. I know. <laughs> we, we can't think of anything else. I was like, at the beginning of this, I was laughing so hard when I brought up Jupiter. I'm like, it was zoomed in on Jupiter, yeah. <laughs> you guys are like, oh, he's gonna drop a hint. He's gonna yeah. drop a hint. <laughs> oh, you played the bluff very well. Again, I just wanted to say Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> so David uh, is uh, Captain Planet yet again. Thanks for playing this month, everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome back to the Captain Planet throne. It is now it's, your destiny. <laughs> just yeah. the way the, the way it's all gone down. Like it's, for, it's such a hodgepodge is what makes it awesome. Yeah. It's got to just stay. Oh, man. Uh, I can, it's such a up and down theme of our podcast. <laughs> it's been so <laughs> underwhelming, though, because it's like people are we, waiting. Everyone thought well, we were going to like drop like, you know, geographical, like, you know, notes here and there this and like planet this is you know, located like, in the northeastern sky only between the hours yeah, of 7 like, a.m. I'm and, sorry and if you guys smell a lot of methane <laughs> <laughs> yes those i think that was like the original idea but yet we've just we dropped just dropped we just actually say <laughs> the names of planets which makes uh, it so he good. mentioned jupiter and he mentioned neptune it's got to be one of the two <laughs> <laughs> and yet i i mentioned uh, uh my guess wasn't one that you even mentioned <laughs> i know i <laughs> This is such a great game because it's a total mindfuck. <laughs> yes, it surely is. Oh, Captain of the Planet is. It could have been Mercury, and I just never mentioned it. Oh, Mercury has a ring. But I did. Hey, hey! Before we recorded, I did send you the image of James Webb Neptune. Yes, you did. So that was a subtle hint. That was a subtle. And I'm hint. surprised that, that it took you your second guess to get it. <laughs> that's oh. the that's the joy of Captain Planet. That's that is the essence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it it's a terrible game at the end of the day, but um, <laughs> but it's our baby. How, how about <laughs> it's an ugly baby, but it's our baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Uh, all right, boys. It's been a fantastic episode. Episode 57. Uh, check us out on social media at Eclipse on Tap for our Instagram and Twitter or on Facebook as well. And uh, we've got some Underground Man stuff posted there recently. So come out and see us on October 1st for the Underground Man. Put in your predictions of who okay. you think is going to be the, uh, you know, the... The, the crown champion that walks the away most with the most courageous rider. Yeah, that walks away with the EOT T-shirt and the Probably underground Keegan. or Underberg backpack. <laughs> well, Keegan. most courageous. There, there's different categories involved. I mean, you could in you could that, you so. could take a header and just totally fuck yourself up and get most courageous. Yeah, I mean, it's there's two categories. There's most courageous as far as maybe like what you intake as far as liquids, and then there's most courageous as far as riding. There's two awards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. You know, you, time will you, tell. You need more classes. That's what you we need. do. We do. Yeah. Yeah. And by classes, I mean class. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, we have no class. <laughs> Five classes. <laughs> the highest of class. Exactly. <laughs> highest. And then the lowest. On that note, leave your reviews at yes. Apple Podcasts. Yes. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're on all the podcast platforms. So give us a follow there and a review if you like. And if you're old school, you can also email us at eclipseontap at gmail.com. So we're very much looking forward to Underground Man and episode 58, where we'll recap the whole thing. Cheers. See y'all around. Cheers. Cheers.